Did you ever see the movie The Big Short? We talked about this last hour, but I'm not done. The Big Short, and we saw it for the first time this weekend. We don't watch a lot of movies. The Big Short is the COVID response hoax. You simply change out the players. This is why I call it the party. Tech and finance, academia, the deep state, that's the CDC's included in that, and the Mockingbird Media. That's the party. We are watching the big short of human life. We're living through the same exact swindle run by the same exact people who sit on the same exact boards with the same exact media pretending it's not happening. It's the same thing. You know what? I'm pissed off. American people are getting screwed by the big banks. And I am getting madder and madder. It's unbelievable. Then this guy walks into my office and says, There's some shady stuff going down. All the banks were having a big old party. A few outsiders saw it when no one else could. The whole world economy might collapse. I'm sure the world's banks have more incentives than greed. You're wrong. Now, I wonder if Hollywood will make a movie about this. Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Spending a little time just telling people about an event coming up in a few weeks, September 8th. It's in Corleone, Idaho. I know most people can't make it. If you can, I'd love to see you there. I'm going to be doing the introduction for a friend of mine. He is retired senior sergeant and Green Beret, Joel Stewart, uh, who's going to Take his experience teaching people how to survive, that is our, our soldiers, how to survive in the worst of circumstances when the Taliban or someone else is coming to kill you and you have to survive, evade, resist, and escape. That mindset, how do we apply that to our businesses and our organizations today? You can learn details about this at the ToddHermanShow.com. I'll be doing the introduction for Joel, but he'll be doing the speech and you are lucky for that because he knows a lot of things that few, few people know. I was uh, just astonished after my wife and I finished watching the movie, The Big Short. And if you're not familiar with the movie, I'm going to play the whole trailer. I normally wouldn't do that. But as I, as I thought about this movie and processed it afterwards and thinking about the things that Zach Abraham has, 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 has told us about the financial world, because The Big Short is a, it's based on a true story and it's pretty accurate in, in how people made money destroying the U.S. housing market, how people made money tossing people out of homes, how people made honey, money giving loans to people who had no hope of ever paying those loans back how fraud was instituted at the highest levels, how the regulatory agencies refused to pay any attention to it. They let it happen. How the big banks bought bailouts, bought our money, stole our money from us for a bailout for their scam, their swindle. 
and how some outsiders saw it. And they decided to make money on it. That's what they did. They were traders. They, they saw that the housing market was propped up with garbage loans. And so they did what traders do. They said, hey, this, this market's going to fail. We're going to bet against it. But it's the element of the outsider seeing, which is so remarkable in this. It's such an apt comparison. It's the same exact thing. You and I can look at the COVID response and realize that this has been one of the biggest. No, it's not one of the biggest. It's not. This is far worse than the big short because it's directly killing people and it will for years. The big short killed people. No doubt, a lot of people committed suicide because of the housing markets and what they did to them. As outsiders, we can look at things that somehow baffle the so-called public health officials. Jesse, why is everyone sick? <laughs> yeah, we've been asking the same thing, Sam. And well, COVID numbers are officially down, right? And yet every day, it seems like our workmates are off with some kind of bug. So is there more sickness in the air right now? And if so, what the heck can we do about it? Are you sick of being sick? You're not imagining it. More Kiwis are coughing, sniffling and calling off work. Our immunity against a whole lot of things is sort of a little bit down because um, we haven't been constantly, I feel like, primed all the time. So of course, we've got lots and lots of different viruses coming over. And it's not just the coronavirus. Of course, lots of things are. Seasonal flu, gastro bugs, conjunctivitis, even foot and mouth. It's all making everyone's lives just that much harder. And that's despite COVID numbers finally going down. Community cases are at their lowest since February. But data reported in stuff.co.nz suggests compared to last year, respiratory illnesses have doubled. The Well Kiwis survey found double the number of us are experiencing cough, fever, illness, runny nose and sore throats. As the housing market collapsed, as firm after firm announced layoffs and pending bankruptcies, the Mockingbird media ignored the stories. The regular, regulators ignored the stories just as they're ignoring what's going on with the COVID and the vaccines, which are not vaccines, the mRNA injections. They're ignoring it. Yeah, they're starting to dribble out news like the fact that uh, Anthony Fauci, the nation's leading expert on infectious diseases, is stepping down as the so-called medical advisor to Biden, stepping down from his $483,000 a year grift and whatever side monies he's gotten. And they're insane. I am sure of it. And he'll get more now. And he'll retire at like four hundred grand a year to do nothing. He's walking. Just like the criminals who raided the housing market walked. Just like the inside traders walked. Just like the people who erased their own books and rewrote them walked. And just like the movie The Big Short, we know that they know. They've always known. This is the original film trailer for the movie, The Big Shorts. Michael, how are you? I found something really interesting. The 
whole housing market is propped up on these bad loans. I found something really interesting. The entire COVID scam is propped up on fraudulent PCR tests. They will fail. They will fail. Housing market is rock solid. It's a time bomb. So Mike Burry, who gets his hair cut at Supercuts and doesn't wear shoes, knows more than Alan Greenspan. Dr. Mike Burry, yes, he does. So a bunch of Dana analysts and rogue scientists know more than the nation's leading expert on infectious diseases. No, they're just more honest. <laughs> you know what? I'm pissed off. American people are getting screwed by the big banks. And I am getting madder and madder. It's unbelievable. Then this guy walks into my office and says, there's some shady stuff going down. The whistleblowers early on walking in and saying, you know that Pfizer is not actually being honest about the trials. You know that they're not actually testing pregnant women, right? You know that they're actually hiding the number of people who died during their trials. You, you know that, right? You know, there's no long-term testing on this, right? You know the drug that just got approved for emergency youth authorization uh, authorization actually doesn't exist. You know that, right? The, the one that they're injecting you with, pretending it's been approved in an emergency youth authorization. You know that actually doesn't exist, right? All the banks were having a big old party. A few outsiders saw when no one else could. You know that Pfizer raked in about $360 billion of your money, right? You know that they have gone out and sold their stock as quickly as they can, right? You know that they're taking home bonuses for all this, right? The outsiders see it. The whole world economy might collapse. You know that 40% of small businesses were destroyed in many instances, right? You know that personal economies collapsed, right? You know that there's a supply chain crisis that was created during the lockdowns, right? I'm sure the world's banks have more incentives than greed. I'm sure the pharmaceutical companies have more incentive than greed. The pharmaceutical companies, the two big which, have paid $30 billion in fines. No one's paying attention. The banks got greedy. We can profit off of their stupidity. You want to bet against the banks? I think we're either high or having a stroke. Kind of brilliant. So a group of outside data analysts like Justin Hart, ethical skeptic, fat emperor, some of the medical people, some not, and others who simply looked at the pattern recognition of this said that this, none of this makes any sense. None of it's about healthcare. None of it's about medicine. None of it's about saving lives. None of it's about stopping the virus. It's all about grift for money and for power. And that's what makes this worse than the big short because of how they're using this to seize control over people. Fraud has never, ever worked. Eventually, things go south. When the hell did we forget all that? Can the banks let this happen? It's fueled by stupidity. But that's not stupidity. That's fraud. Tell me 
tell me the difference between stupid and illegal and I'll have my wife's brother arrested. Sometimes stupid is illegal. And the difference is this, all the fraud went in one direction. If it made COVID seem more scary, it was promoted. If it was rational, it was suppressed up until the point of getting people kicked out of the medical profession or trying to. Stupid and illegal sometimes are the same thing. Stupid and immoral are sometimes the same thing. (laughs) Do you have any idea what you just did? You just bet against the American economy. They just bet against the American economy. What happened during the lockdown? The single biggest theft of money and transfer in history. Conjured digits because BlackRock and Vanguard had a plan that the Fed instituted for them and conjured a bunch of money and then illegally invested it or rather gave it to mobbed up companies. Those monies on the backs of the small businesses being destroyed. If you're wrong, you can lose it all. The banks and defraud of the American people. Now we can kick them in the teeth. Okay, here we go. You target strippers with bad loans. Mm-hmm. No cash rich. Not going to be able to refinance. On all my loans? The PP, the prote- personal protection device scam. The mask scam. The loans. To Hollywood stars. Multi-millionaires took loans for COVID. Tom Brady got one. He never had to pay it back. Multiple NFL players, multiple Hollywood stars got loans. They never had to pay back because the COVID harmed them. What do you mean all your loans? I have five houses and a condo. It is the same swindle by the same players. They knew early on what they were doing when they took mortgages. It started with creating financial products out of mortgages. So how could Wall Street make money on the fact that Americans want to buy homes? Someone very smart packaged up all sorts of mortgages and said, hey, you can buy these. And then you're going to, when you purchase the mortgages, you're going to live on the interest that American people, the American people pay for their houses. That's going to be your profit. Not a bad idea. Now, is it creating value? Only for them. It's usury, which the Bible warns against. It's very clear in how it warns against usury. It's usury, but it was a good idea for them. But then there wasn't enough product. So they started shoving bad loans into these packages. There wasn't enough demand for pharma. People weren't afraid enough. Bill Gates spent a lot of money on a lot of patents. He needed the decade of the vaccines. He went to Fauci to get it. The big banks, according to the movie, The Big Short, didn't bother to look into, hey, are these solid loans? Why? They didn't care. If they cared, they would have looked. And when a group of investors came and said, hey, we want to bet against the U.S. housing market, they laughed in their face. You're going to bet against this? What did the big banks know? 
that we would be forced to bail them out. What does Pfizer know? They already have it set up. They're murdering people with their injections. They're maiming people. They're destroying lives and people's health forever. And we are forced to bail them out. It's the same swindle. The same actors. Social media is the new component here. And it's just like the Wall Street Journal. In the movie, The Big Short, a Wall Street Journal reporter says, I can't report on this fraud. I'd lose my access. We can't ask tough questions of Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's leading expert on infectious diseases. We'll lose access. Dr. Paul Alexander reminds us with proof. You remember when Fauci came out and said, well, the, this, the, the problem is, the problem is with, with SARS-CoV-2, COVID-19, there, there is no immunity to this. Uh, th- this is why it's so dangerous. The, 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 there's no natural immunity to this. He knew he was lying at the time. How can we prove that? The Princess Cruise lines? What does that prove? It happened very early after they decided to promote SARS-CoV-2 as a killer. It had been around for a year or more. The Princess Cruise Lines, remember this? People got trapped on a cruise ship. They couldn't get to shore. Some people died. Some people didn't. Some people recovered. As COVID-19 spread through, how did they recover? Because of their T-cell immunities. Because of cross-reactivity, crossover immunities. Our bodies recognized this. It was never novel, ever. So in the movie, The Big Short, the outsiders can see this and they're asking questions. And the questions are very solid. So they bet against the market, the housing market. And one by one, you remember when Countrywide Mortgage failed? It was the first big mortgage lender to fail. And then later some others failed. So the the people who owned went short on these positions who had bet against the market. What did they do to do that? They went to Goldman Sachs and, and Morgan Stanley and Bear Stearns and they borrowed a bunch of money so they could make bigger bets. They leveraged or they levered. So they, they, they basically the bank sold them insurance policies. The bank said, okay, you, we're going to insure your investment. And if it, if you if the, the investment goes South, we'll pay you a whole bunch of money. We'll pay you 20 to 100 times your money, but you're going to pay us every month until that happens. So when it started to happen, the people who were betting against the market called the big banks and said, hey, you guys, these these mortgage companies are failing. The big banks wouldn't pay out. Why? Because the regulatory agencies said, no problem. Organizations like Moody's, which is supposed to, and Standard and Poor's, which is supposed to track the value of stocks, came back and said, no problem. So wait a minute, you're seeing a massive default rate of people being foreclosed upon in these mortgages and that doesn't make these packages worth less money? Nope. It doesn't change their value at all? Nope. And in the movie, this is when those investors started to figure out, oh my gosh, this is completely rigged. These were sold as AAA bonds. 
the most safe and secure bonds you could ever have. You might say the most safe and effective bonds you could buy, except they lied. They weren't safe and effective. They had hidden junk loans within the so-called AAA bonds. And so the big banks were refusing to pay off and the investors began to ask some very salient, very important questions, which sound a lot like the COVID questions that we on Team Reality have been asking for three years. I'll give you an example of this from Washington, D.C. that has to do with the sacrosanct topic of BIPOC people. And the so-called mayor of D.C., the dictator of that city, asked a question from a reporter from the Daily Signal. So this all happened. I decided to watch the big short and then ask my wife. Well, I, I decided to present it to my wife as, a, as an option, and she agreed. And we watched it together. All that happened is because I'd asked Zach Abraham, the chief investment officer, Bulwark Capital Management. I asked him, um, gosh, a couple months ago. What's the best movie about finance that explains how it actually works, but you can't say Wall Street or The Big Short? He said, okay, well, The Big Short really is great, but here's some other movies. I realized I'd never seen the movie. I figured, oh, it's kind of like Wall Street. And in a way it is, except it's far bigger. So as I watched this, I got an even greater respect for how Bulwark Capital Management manages risk. I mean, it's been a long time that I've known Zach in the firm and I've worked with them for a long time. And they were the original partner of this podcast. But seeing the grift and the leveraging and the lying and the deception and quite frankly, the evil acted out in big finance and then understanding the different approach to Zach Abraham's work that he's been warning against the 0% interest rate mobbed up stuff. He's been warning about the 60-40 stock bond mix approach, which doesn't work in that environment. He's named names of the swindlers. And he's a truth teller. And he focuses on risk management because there's no, nothing they do, as I understand it, that isn't absolutely hedged against itself. They spread their bets. If you are five to 10 years out from retirement, please, please call Bulwark Capital Management. Please don't have your money in a place that has such contempt for truth. And Bulwark Capital Management is the opposite of that. It's 866-779-RISK. That's 866-779-RISK. Or you can go to Know Your Risk Radio, K-N-O-W, knowyourriskradio.com. Investment advice cannot be given without a client services agreement. Bulwark Capital Management is an investment advisor, representative of Trek Financial LLC, and SEC registered investment advisor. Here's a question a, a reporter for the Daily Signal asked of the dictator of Washington, D.C. It reminds me of the questions that these investors who bet against the housing market were asking Moody's, such as, wait a minute, there's 10,000 mortgages in this portfolio that was sold to us as a triple A rated bond when in fact 90% of these are B and C loans, junk loans. You're saying that doesn't change the value 
And in the movie, the lady at Moody said, no. And she admitted why, which we'll talk about in a second. Here's the question and answer with the dictator of D.C. Doug Blair with The Daily Signal. And the question I have is that we have reporting that around 40% of black students in the district are unvaccinated. And therefore, under the district's current policy regarding schools, will be unable to attend school come uh, the school semester starting. So why is the district con- continuing with this policy when it seems to disproportionately impact black students? Um, I don't think that that number is correct. Um, we have a substantially few fewer number of kids that we have to engage with vaccination. Um, and I explained why it's important. Um, it's important for the public health of our students and that we can maintain safe environments. Yeah. So the truth of the matter is it's her numbers. The 40% is her numbers and a safe environment. We are three years into this swindle. We are three years into watching the swindle. We are a year and a half into watching the injections. Why is there a reluctance to actually have an honest look at what's causing that? It's a great question, Mark. So I think with a lot of these things, certainly uh, it's the, the, the excess deaths is probably likely multifactorial. Mm. So before, let's say, for example, the vaccines came into the equation in mm. terms of the harms, which you've mm. highlighted mm. Uh, very consistently on this uh, on this program, I would have said, OK, this is probably to a large degree being driven by the end result of lockdowns. Mm. You know, we know I'm as a cardiologist, I know the, how heart disease develops, how people can develop heart attacks quite quickly, how people can have sudden cardiac death linked to lifestyle factors, including poor diet and stress. Yeah. Right. And we know that people's diets got worse and people are under a lot of stress. But to answer your questions very specifically mm. in terms of things that aren't being looked at. So, for example, mm. could the vaccine be linked to these excess deaths? Mm. That's the question. I would say it's willful blindness by many people. And I would say, uh, and this is through my own experience speaking Mm. to people. So what does that mean? People turning a blind eye in order to feel safe, Mm. to avoid conflict, Mm. to reduce anxiety and to protect prestige. And many people, certainly vaccine injuries are a real thing. There's no doubt about Mm. it. The question is, what is the extent of those injuries Mm. and how does that balance against what the benefit of the vaccine is? And we haven't got that answer quite precisely yet, but we're getting there. And what I would say for me as a doctor, what really concerned me, and you mentioned it in the letter we wrote to President Biden and Boris Johnson and actually published in European Scientist, Mm. is um, very eminent doctors, very eminent scientists, Peter Doshi, associated Mm. with the BMJ, Robert Kaplan from Stanford. Mm. In one of their preprint publications, they were able to get access to new data from Pfizer and Moderna original trials Mm. on the vaccine. And what they found is shocking. Mm. As you said earlier, that in the trial itself, it appeared that one was more likely to suffer a serious adverse event from the vaccine, so disability, life-changing event, hospitalization, than they were to be hospitalized from COVID. And that was during the more lethal strain. Now, if this is true, and there's a good reason to suggest that it is, then it changes everything. No, it does. And you. And did Pfizer know this? Did Moderna know this? Because in the history. Obviously, you recognize the voice of the great Mark Stein. That's his program, um, GBTV in England. And it is the same story. You had the question to the dictator of DC and she falls back to where we're keeping people safe. No, you're not. Everybody can see it. The math is absolutely clear. You're not keeping people safe. You are lying. Now you might enjoy this. You yourself might be a COVID fetishist. 
it's far more likely you're doing exactly what you're told by the powers that be, like the unions. In the movie, The Big Short, as it began to ask these questions, saying, wait a minute, I mean, just think of it this way. You invested in a full glass of beer and you find out there's, you know, a spits of beer left, like spit drops. And the bartender says, no, it's the same price. That's exactly what they did with these bond products. What has happened to the money we gave Pfizer and Moderna? We're forced to give them for these injections. Do we get some of that back? What about the money you were forced to spend to promote these injections and are still forced to spend? Do we get some of that back? In the movie, The Big Shorts, when the people originally began to put junk bonds in with solid bonds, they knew exactly what they were doing. When Tony Fauci pretended that this stuff had been approved by the FDA, he knew exactly what he was doing. When the FDA rushed this through, they knew exactly what they were doing. When the CEOs of these poison-making companies pretended these were vaccines and not gene sequencing therapies, as they've all admitted, they knew exactly what they were doing. It's the same swindle from the same people, except the results are more immediately deadly. In the movie The Big Short, the people who bet against the housing markets and were supposed to be getting paid at this point. The big banks were supposed to be paying them. They bought insurance. The U.S. housing market was crashing. They should have been paid off. They started to delay, delay, delay. Oh, our servers went down. Oh, we lost our power. So we can't write you checks. But then they noticed something. The big banks were continuing in their same behaviors. No, no, no one was changing behaviors. No one was getting out. It's just like this. This is actually from last week in the separate country of, of California. At least it was posted last week. This is a recent video. It's not during the height of the so-called pandemic. This is a cop removing a four-year-old from a school for not wearing a woke mask. I welcome him here, and I, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I want him here, but it is our district's policy. Uh, Ms. Williams, we have a You notice, here she comes, pulling him out of class. I want him here. He is a lovely child. We're here to support and serve him. Our district okay. policy has changed. I am here to serve all students on their campus okay. who cannot keep spending time on the same issue. Thank you. I'm going to have to have you remove from campus if you don't leave at this You will. Be careful with your time. All right. Police officer, call the police officer to remove a four-year-old from campus. But the, the school district has decided on That's a cop. independently because, from what I understand, yeah. is the numbers in, within their school district has increased. Yeah. So that's, they're basing that decision. And, and, you know, I can't say, like, what they're doing is wrong, and I can't say what you're doing is yeah. wrong. And, and honestly, like, both sides 
have valid points? No, they don't, officer. With all due respect, both sides don't have solid points because in the middle of this sits math. In the middle of this sits reality. That little boy is mathematically not going to die or get other people sick from the COVID flu. The math has existed for three years. It is not a tough call. Same thing in the big short. Same exact environment. How could this be? Because they serve mammon. They serve money and they serve power. Earthly money and earthly power. Because we're objects. Because they have, to use a cliche, they've sold their souls. It's, it's, it's evident. In the movie, The Big Shorts, when the people who bet against the housing market were talking to the lady who represented Moody's, she finally admitted, oh, we can't rate these bonds lower. We can't admit these are failing. Why? Well, because the big banks are our biggest customers. If we start doing our job and saying that these products are trash, they'll stop paying us. Um, the FDA is funded by pharma, 40% of their budget. The so-called Center for Disease Control, their alleged scientists, get a rake from the pharmaceutical company. They get a percentage of profits from the patents. They push upon us, like run, death is near, remdesivir, that poison concoction. It's the same swindle. It's the same actors with some slight changes. Right up to and including a defense of this as it all goes down. And the ostracizing of people. As it all goes down. I'll give you some examples of this as we continue to compare the big short to the COVID response hoax. It's chilling how exact this is but then again god never changes and neither does satan never changes hey it is another day of getting back into the soda weight uh, weight loss protocol for myself and i it was for me it was seven and a half pounds came on and I've linked it to my addiction to monster energy drinks because it's not like I was eating a bunch, but I sat back and I looked at my, at my food logs and I was drinking a lot of monster energy drinks from like one every other day. It snuck up onto me. One day I had three of them. Well, wait a minute. Those things don't have any sugar. Well, they have slight traces of sugar alcohol, but more importantly, it locks fat to your body. So even though I was eating in such a way that I burned every single day about 500 more calories than I ate, I somehow put on fat. Well, I know how that works. And I know the mistake I made. So to be perfectly blunt, this is not that hard to take this fat off. It's simply reducing the number of those silly drinks I was sucking down. And it's working. By the end of this week, I will have lost seven and a half pounds in about three weeks on the soda weight loss protocol. Now, if you are new to this first time in and you have not yet done it on your own and you're like me, I had 150 pounds of unwanted fat hanging around my body. I had to have the help. 
Otherwise, I wouldn't know the thing I just told you. Your body's going to respond differently to silly things like monster energy drinks. For you, it might be something else. And it's not like you can't have them afterwards. It's that you don't want to have them during the dropping of the fat. You'll work with a nutritionist. They're going to get to know you and your habits and your likes and your dislikes and your trigger foods. They're going to develop a plan that is precise to you. There's no such thing as one size fits all. It's one size fits none. That's why there's not one plan because there's 330 million people in this country. Soda weight loss serves them all. You don't even need to go in. They can do everything from your home. They'll take care of the food, the cooking classes, even the the, uh, the audio video presentations that help you stay on target. It's sodaweightloss.com, S-O-T-A, weightloss.com. This, the, the, the comparison between the big short and the COVID response is just incredible. In the end, some of the people who participated in betting against the housing markets went to the FBI. No, pardon me, went to the, the, to the federal government and said, hey, I, I beg you, let me show you how I knew that the housing market was going to crash. Let me show you what the big banks were doing. And guess what? The feds didn't care. They changed nothing. In fact, according to the movie, they punished the one guy who went and said, hey, let me show you how I knew all this. He's played by Christian Bale in the movie. Christian Bale was brilliant in that, by the way. In fact, all the performances were utterly brilliant. The FBI came to visit him. He was audited four times, but they did not want to be able to say, we know how they did this. And they're doing it again. That's how mobbed this up this is, and that's how mobbed up the system is. So one time in, during the movie, and they say that this actually happened. There was an event, and the mobbed up Alan Greenspan was getting ready to speak, and there was a guy who was there to represent the bulls of the market. And he was in to say, hey, I'm buying a bunch of Bear Stearns. Bear Stearns is solid, and Bear Stearns is great, and it's solid, and I'm going to buy more. And one of the guys featured in the film, is there as the bear saying, no, you guys are wrong. What you've done is wrong. You've poisoned this market. You've lied to people. You've cost them their homes and their retirements. And he's calling this out. During that debate, the stock price on Bear Stearns plummeted and ultimately Bear Stearns went away, crashed, utterly. Lehman Brothers died that day. Only, of course, later, the big banks... We were forced to bail them out because of people like Johnny McCain and Barack Hussein Obama mm, 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 took full advantage of that when he was running against Johnny McCain. We were forced to do that. Well, in our time and in our era, the media is beginning to dribble out the facts about the lockdowns and people like Robert Malone who are now turning to suing the Washington Post. Truly, Robert Malone, Dr. Robert Malone is suing the Washington Post. He has been made persona non grata. His one thing he can do at this point is to sue the Washington Post for, 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 for decrying his career and lying about him. We are living in a time where now the media is beginning to call out the Daily Telegraph. Lockdown feared to be killing more than COVID. Statistician Jamie Jenkins explains why deaths from the lockdown backlog makes see deaths from COVID, according to the statistics in Britain. They're beginning to dribble the truth out. We've watched as ethical skeptic has documented the CDC hiding data 
Of the 51,910 recent missing death records, 29,375 were rehomed. 13,245 were reassigned a new death code. And 9,920 are still being processed. They're hiding the fraud the same way it was learned in the movie The Big Short in the process afterwards that these people hid the losses they were taking. They laundered the books. And we're listening to a time where, yes, the Mockingbird media is beginning to talk about the lockdowns. The New York Times ran an article about the CDC is CDC is not publishing a bunch of data. This is the New York Times. The CDC isn't publishing large portions of COVID data it collects. The agency has withheld official data on boosters, hospitalizations, and, and until recently, wastewater analyses. That's the New York Times. Why are they doing that? Because the CDC wants them to. What do I mean? Because the CDC wants to be able to get what some people call a cover spanking. This is arranged. It's a cover spanking. So they can say, oh, oh yeah, well, we took the CDC to task. And the CDC can appear to be responding. Oh, yeah, we're going to have a massive reorganization. No, they're not. There's no reorganization. Debbie Burks is still running things. Pharma still owns them. There's no reorganization, not even a little bit. We call this breaking old news. Here's what it means. When... The fraud is too much to ignore when too many people have been snuffed out by this stuff, when too many people have been injured. The New York Times will be able to say, oh, yeah, we reported on that. This is old news. We reported that the CDC was hiding data. But listen to this comparison. During the panel, during the big short, where the big the big bull was, oh, I'm buying Bear Stearns, baby. I'm buying a bunch of Bear Stearns. And the stock began to plummet. It went from 47 and during their little debate, it was down to like 27 and then ultimately 17 as stock value. It was dying and everybody in the room knew it. And 80% of the people left the room to go unload their shares to get out before it was all gone, before Bear Stearns went to zero. As that was going on, that guy was still sitting there pretending. This is now the media beginning to dribble out the truth about the lockdowns. We are seeing increases in different age groups. So we've got uh, above 10% uh, increases in 10 to 14-year-olds, 30 to 39-year-olds, 55 to 64-year-olds. So this isn't just older people where we see excess deaths. We've seen them in younger people. And if we look at the causes of death, we can get some information around that. Yeah, I was going we're to ask seeing, you about that. Is it, yeah, we see more deaths. Intrinsically linked to people not getting treatment and things like that. Yeah, so we're seeing more deaths than you would expect for kind of circulatory diseases. So that's heart diseases, heart attacks. We're seeing uh, more excess deaths, you know, so deaths you wouldn't expect to see in people who've got diabetes, more strokes as well. So we are seeing potentially the impact of people not coming forward for treatments over the thing. And recently, Ian, we've seen major problems with the A&E departments, and that could be contributing a lot to this as well. Yeah, so we're really talking about, I mean, back to that NHS backlog, which we know is absolutely vast at the moment. I mean, is, is the simple conclusion to extrapolate from this, Jamie, that it's, it's, it's that really, it's the fact that people aren't getting treated when they should be treated for things that might be preventable. Yeah, there's going to be an element of a lot of different things. Now, a lot of people on my Twitter feed talk about the vaccine roller itself, and we do know that some people have actually died of the vaccine. It's very rare for that to have happened. And if there wasn't a vaccine rollout, mm. those people would still be around. But if you look across Europe, and where we know we've had high vaccination rates as well, we can see that latest report there, 
We've got Portugal about 24% deaths above average in June. Spain's about 17%. But Italy, there's hardly any excess at all in Italy. So it, these different countries are experiencing different things. So yeah. I think what we've got, Ian, is we've got about 13,000 patients who cannot be discharged from hospital at the moment because the care in the community is not there. People are going to A&E because they can't get G appointments. It's clocking up the A&E system because if you're in A&E, you can't be discharged into the wider hospital. Yeah. And then we've seen ambulances queued outside here. You need can't actually get the patients in. And then people who are probably seriously ill phoning for ambulances can't get them. So there's going to be probably a lot of that. In Ethical Skeptic yeah. predicted all of this. All of it. 100% of it, including the backlog, including the deaths. How did he know? Because he's a statistician extraordinaire. Because he's paid by countries and big companies to, ex, to, to assess their risk. One of the reasons, in my judgment, that Ethical Skeptic does not release his real name, I know him, is because of the companies for whom he does work. So he's warning us in every way that he can. Two years ago, he called this all out. Certainly people who examined the housing markets, who even did a, 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 a percentile audit, even looked at 5% of the loans in these bond portfolios, would have known these aren't AAA. These are junk bonds. But still they defended it. Just like this tyrant we're going to hear from defending it. First of all, I want to give credit where credit is due. Um, that was from Talk TV, Ian Collins interviewing a statistician named Jamie Jenkins. This is a full-on public so-called health tyrant who's explaining that really, dummies, this had nothing to do with anything other than dummies. And the way this is presented on Twitter is exactly the problem. This is a gentleman named Brendan May who writes, as the Telegraph appears to be blaming lockdowns for causing deaths from other illnesses, it's worth reposting the time Chris Whitty, an actual medical expert with vast experience in both viruses and the National Health, Health Services, politely burnt down a Tory MP on, on, on this very issue. Really? Burned him down? One, one of the other comments that I've heard is that people... Uh, are concerned that we're prioritising COVID over other things, and especially with, with the, the uh, Omicron um, variant. You know, COVID over cancer, COVID over other, other serious issues. What would you say to that? Yeah, I think uh, this, this is sometimes said by people who have no understanding of health at all, but I don't think it's said by anyone who's serious, if I'm honest. Uh, and when they say it, it's usually because they want to make a political point. No, as a matter of fact, in Los Angeles, the, the very sick, mentally ill, very vicious so-called public health director of Los Angeles County recently tried to reimpose mask diktats and some lockdowns. And then two major hospital directors finally spoke truth and said, we have zero COVID cases. Zero. And the human biology in Los Angeles is not different from the human biology in London. So, no, it's not political. There's math. Um, the reality is, and if you ask any doctor working in any part of the system, they will say this, that what is threatening our ability to do cancer, what is threatening our ability to do all these things, is the fact that so much of the NHS 
effort, so many of the beds are having to be put over to COVID. Stop. Anytime someone tells you, if you ask any doctor, they'll tell you the same thing, then there is control in messaging. Doctors in England are disappeared politically for speaking the truth. They're eliminated from the profession. That's, and it's worldwide. So that's a false statement. Secondly, but you told us the injections. You, you told us. The injections would, would solve everything. You told us the masks would solve everything. Uh, and that we're having to work in a less efficient way because COVID is there. Finding a way to manage COVID in a way that it minimizes the impact on everything else is absolutely central to- Okay, so why didn't you do that instead of telling people to go home and get sicker? Your hospital beds are filled with people who didn't go to hospital because they were locked away from their loved ones, because they were terrified of being found to have COVID. Because they watched as people who were using the fraudulent PCR test, told they had COVID, and then locked away to die alone. Their bodies shoved full of remdesivir. Somehow that's not mentioned. What we're trying to do, uh, and uh, I, you know, I, in a sense, I completely agree. There are multiple other things in addition to COVID. But if we don't crack COVID at the points when they got big waves as we have now. You are going to crack COVID this time? Four so-called boosters in, and this time you're going to crack it. We do huge damage else, elsewhere. And the idea that the lockdowns cause the problems of things like cancer is complete inversion of reality. No, it's not. Lockdowns didn't cause cancer. People terrified to go to the hospital did. You guys making people sicker did. You guys firing hospital doctors and nurses for not taking the deadly, harmful, medically useless injections did. If we had not had the lockdowns, the whole system would have been in deep, deep trouble and the impact on- No, as a matter of fact, I possess videos of people going through hospitals during the midst of your PSYOP and they were empty. And it's not just in England. Those videos were taken in New York and Chicago and Los Angeles and Washington, D.C. Things like heart attacks and strokes and all the other things people must still come forward for when they have them would have been even worse than it was. So I do want through all of you to make absolutely clear that's an inversion of reality. Yeah, it's not. It's not an inversion of reality. Then we get this. ABC News. Ready for this? Rise in heart disease may be explained by extreme weather conditions. Study. It's not clear why temperature shifts correlated with more heart attacks. Do you remember these? Teenagers have strokes too. Here's how to know the signs. Do you remember the billboards? Babies have heart attacks as well. What to know? So the movie is the big short. The lesson is same actors, different stage, exactly as they described the party. Same actors, different stage. 
the eternal reality is where there's no God, all things are permitted. The eternal unchanging truth is if you serve rather than be served, you'll never do this to people. If you understand what Jesus Christ did for you, he loved you first, you'll never do this to people. If you allow yourself to be changed, you'll never do this to people. The other unchanging truth is that Satan is a thief, a liar, and a murderer. And he delights in all of this. And the unshakable, unshakable reality, as I watched the big short and compared it today, the unshakable reality is that the Wall Street phenomena is everything Satan wants. Money, greed, sex, power. Everything he wants us to focus on, to idolize. And the same is true with the COVID hoax. The Lord is splitting society. He's allowing it to split. When we walk in the spirit, we can see the lies. All of them. When people abandon the spirit, they become consumed by the lies. If you haven't watched it yet, I ensure you, I, I encourage you to pick up a copy. Pick it. You see how old I am? Yeah. Head down to the blockbuster. Pick yourself up a copy of the movie. I guess you could go to Redbox. Watch the big short and tell me, does it not compare exactly to the COVID hoax? And are we not grateful that we've been able to see this stuff from day one? And if you didn't, well, now you can see the next stuff coming. This is the Todd Herman Show. We so appreciate you sharing the show with friends and telling folks about it. The easiest way to do that is that button on the podcast app. Particularly if you've got friends who love the movie The Big Short. Now, please go be well, be strong, be kind. I remember that the Lord of the universe took off his covering on his body, on his top of his body, and he used it to wash the feet of people like us. He came to serve and not be served.